0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Rob Medeiger. With me, as always, my co-host, the Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He is here. We're locked in. and ready to go, Mike. But before we do, we got to say a special thank you to our sponsor for this week's show, Righteous Felling Craft Jerky. Mm-hmm. That's right. You're home for the best beef jerky in all of America. Uh, feel free to go to their website, righteousfelon.com. Use our code always right for 15% off all products. That's right, 15% off everything. They got. Turkey Jerky. They've got every flavor imaginable. The stuff is great in little six ounce packages. It's like six bucks a pop. Really good, really affordable. Um, they've got meat sticks as well that they've added. Uh, some new flavors that they just released that they sent us a few weeks ago. Really good stuff. Make sure to go there. Righteous Felling Craft Jerky. Uh, use our code Always Right for 15% off. All right. Enough shilling. Let's get to it, Mike. Got a loaded show for everybody today. We've got. AEW All Out that we got to talk about. We've got some historic news happening in the world of the WWE. And, of course, our main event for the evening, we're talking Lions. We're talking that big week one win over the Kansas City Chiefs. We don't usually go week to week with the Detroit Lions in the NFL season, but because they played on Thursday, it's a perfect time to get our initial impressions, our thoughts, our hopes, our prayers, everything that was answered on Thursday night. We're going to talk about it. But let's start with something that happened about a week ago. AEW all out from Chicago coming off of the big CM Punk. He gone, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so they kind of had to pivot on their main event and all that good stuff. Right. Well, which we'll get to a little bit later on, but it is safe to say that all out, while maybe not on paper, the sexiest of cards Mm -hmm. really came out and it felt like one of those moments where you go, okay, this is kind of a shift in where we're going to go for the next year in terms of programming.
1: Yeah, no, it's on paper. Looked rough. Yeah. Looked well, rough. we didn't even
0: have 90% of these matches advertised by the time we actually previewed the show, it felt mm-hmm. like. so. Yeah, we previewed three of these matches at that time. Yeah.
1: But, banger show. Yeah, really good show. It's, really it's, good show. It's it's the AEW way. Yeah. They put terrible matches on paper, mm-hmm. and then when they go out and actually wrestle the matches, it's like, oh, that was fun. Better show all in or all out? Uh, I'm biased. All in. Yeah, just for the main event. That and Osprey was not all in. Oh, no, okay. Uh, I had more fun there. okay. I had more fun watching all in. (laughs) All Out may have had the best overall match on both shows, though. Yeah. Maybe, honestly, the best two matches on both shows.
0: Maybe. Yeah. We had a couple good ones. Anyway, we'll get to it, though. Let's start with what? The Ring of Honor title match? Or tag title match? tag title match. We
1: had Better Than You, Baby, Adam Cole, and MGF take on The Dark Order. Alex Reynolds and John Silver went 14 minutes, got three and a quarter stars, and uh, it was a match. Yeah, M. Okay. Cole went in two on one for basically the entire match. So that was fun. Yeah, I feel like that's a little bit high on the star rating. This match was all story. There was not a whole
0: lot actually happened. It was mm-hmm. all story based. I, I thought it was good. I I, didn't, I I feel like it could have been better, but it's also the opener for the Ring of Honor tag titles. So yeah. You know, that's that's where we're at with it. Um,
1: yeah, no, it was yeah, it was fine. I thought I thought the story was cool, but I was yeah. like, Man, they just said, MGF, you don't really have to work the show. Yeah. Yeah. We'll Cole, just send you Cole's to the Cole's like, I'm good and and Dark Order's like wait 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 so we're gonna lose to one dude, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Oh okay cool. They they touted this on commentary as the best Ring of Honor tag team by a mile, and they got like destroyed. They did, yeah. Oh jeez. like multiple rough. times. They were like they were like they're like ten and L on Ring of Honor Television. They're like the best Ring of Honor. Well, they're beating two blind guys,
0: it's not the same. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I mean, like, when you talk specifically Ring of Honor tag team, there's not a lot of Ring of Honor tag team. That's teams. true. But I, it's not like a high bar to hit to be the best Ring of Honor tag team, but. They were, apparently. Yeah. And don't you watch every single week, all 14 matches? No. We talked I, about those. Uh, yeah. Hard pass. No. Yeah. All right. So, anyway. So, back to... to, back to so, then we had the Ring of Honor World television channel, Samojo defending against Shane Taylor. When Samojo walked out, he kind of, like... Gave MJF a good little shove. Gave him the shove. Yeah. Yeah. Which I kind of giggled at. Yeah. The funny thing is, like, everyone on Twitter, like, 30 seconds after... Yeah. ...was like, oh, look at this callback. I went, there's no way you guys had this eight years ago. Just, like on your ready phone to ready to go yeah. I just don't believe it yeah, I don't know where so they found funny. it so fast so funny I was like this was like those like walk-up segments for yeah. NXT yeah. I never even watched <laughs> let alone know that he pushed Mjf into a brick wall on one there's no way I just don't believe it but they did I love like 30 it. seconds after it happened they were like oh my god call back call back I was like okay you guys are crazy um <laughs> you're just but not you're just not a big enough fan man. I'm just not I'm not a yeah. true fan I guess yeah. what they call me out here um <laughs> I, I can't believe i don't watch every single television you're, season,
0: you're seasonal you're just bypassing yeah. you just you get the highlights
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's exactly what it is yeah so uh joe wins in six minutes and 20 seconds gets two and three quarter stars what? it was a match six minutes how can you give it two and three quarters so you have to you have to think minutes. so I, on their scale they start every match at two stars oh okay fair enough and me. then they go up and down from there okay. so i actually only got plus a qu- or three quarters of a okay, star. That's fair. Because let say it only went six minutes. Yeah, no, they don't start every match at zero and yeah. go up from there. They start okay. at two as like a neutral point, and then they go gotcha. up and down depending. Fair enough. I was gonna say this match. That's was- why a lot of these like three and a half or three and a yeah. quarter. They're actually only getting like one and a half more than the average. Right. Okay. Which isn't. Yeah. Which is whatever. Two but. was just like, hey, they went out there and two is like they did it. They it would be like a normal TV match. It's probably yeah. a two star match. Um. So it's yeah, like a This fine. was
0: this was nothing. This was more about setting up Joe and MJF than anything else. Yeah. Um 6 minutes it felt like it went longer.
1: If they could minutes, stop the doing
0: tournaments to crown number one contenders just for the number one contenders to continuously lose over and over and over again. This is just for all press all wrestling companies
1: by the way. Mm-hmm. Just stop doing it. It's mm-hmm. Really annoying. Yeah. There was a time when, like, a year ago where I was like, I want every tournament ever. No, I like tournaments yeah, when it, when there's actual
0: stakes involved, right, yeah. when you're establishing a new yeah. championship or whatever, or if that tournament is going to be part of a bigger storyline there. What I don't like is what we've seen now over the last little bit is we see seen it on ring around like six times where they have, like, four dudes fight for the television title tournament just for them to get destroyed by Joe. And AEW's doing it right now with this world title eliminator thing. They've already established that Joe and MJF are feuding, and yet Joe's going to have to wrestle three more matches just to get the title shot at Grand Slam, even though we already know that it's going to be him because they haven't put anybody else in there that's worth a damn. So it's just stupid to me. They did it with the tag titles with Cole and MJF, too. And it's like, come on. Come oh, on.
1: What are you going to do? Come on. Uh A&W TNT title match. Mm-hmm. We had Luchasaurus or Christian Cage, the real TNT champion. <laughs> I don't know if you know. Defeated Darby Allin. With Nick Wayne. yeah, 12 minutes. Got three and three and a half stars. Yeah. Um, yeah, Luchos just, like, throws Darby. Darby, in the last, like, week. Darby's died. <laughs> He's died. died a few he, times. He did that
0: swanton on the Luchos when he was sitting in the chair, and I was like, that's a really good And just, like, cool him in for, the shoulder. And everybody, I though. I was like, yikes, that's not good. Yeah. I was like, dude, you're dying. Yeah, did you see that
1: spot on collision where he just, like, jumped yes. off the top? Yeah, I
0: was tough. like, what is happening?
1: Um, I was like, Let's just kill him as many times over. Right. I,
0: I was surprised by the finish. I didn't anticipate maybe I should have after the coffin match they kind of gave him a little bit of an out right mm-hmm. Um I was still kind of surprised he didn't get the win Um but yeah I still feel like it should just just be Christian Cage the TNT champion I, I don't know like I understand maybe from a heat perspective he gets more heat saying he's the champion without actually being the champion but it's also like you couldn't beat Darby. So it's like I, I don't know, it's weird to me. And yeah. it's just
1: I will say the funniest thing Christian Cage does is this whole dad thing though. Oh I know his pro- every single time. His press conference after he sat down and goes, So how's everyone's dads today? And I went, Down <laughs> <laughs> half the people just went, Aw. Oh. Well, yeah, Crazy. I think it's funny.
0: Um I like I do love when he goes, I we are <laughs> I yeah. do like that too. That's good. Um yeah, I think it's I think it's fine, but
1: yeah. yeah. Um next up so this match I will say is strictly crowd and not the match itself. This Miro Powerhouse Hobbs match, which yeah. we kinda just like lost over because there's no story and no reason for them to fight. Yeah. But this crowd made this match so much fun. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. Um they tried. I, I will. No, like they, they, the thing go is, out there the match was like good, yeah. And they went out and did two big guy match thing, uh. But the crowd just yelling, beat their meat and all that stuff mm-hmm. was just yeah, so funny and so entertaining. Right, that's it,
0: where I should have put my righteous felon ad in. It was right, you should have. You really should. You should. Like,
1: <laughs> by the way, talking about me, I know.
0: Um. Yeah. No. This was solid. Um. Was. I don't necessarily know if I had, like, a person that I would have preferred to win this. So we got, you know, Lana's back now, right? I don't know. Did they give her her name yet? Is, um, she, is she CJ Perry? Um, is she something else? I don't know. She's not
1: listed on here. So okay.
0: So she came back, right? I thought that was stupid at the end. It was. Where
1: she hits him. I was like, you're going to die. Well, the I, the way they did it just does like, so she comes out and her music hits. Nobody knows. And he's, like, pinning Miro and doesn't turn to look around and see what's going on. Well, then that's already over, right? He's beating the shit out of him. Yeah. But, and then, like, she gets in the ring, grabs to the chair or whatever, and is about to, like, wind up, and I'm like, you're still not looking. I'm like, are you at least curious on who's that music that you've never heard of?
0: Yeah, and, like, the whole, like sexy and flexible was like the graphic or some shit like that. And I was like, what is happening? I go,
1: you didn't laugh really hard. when I no, I that.
0: did. I was like, that's all they could come up with was this is what she's known for. I go, that's what she's known for. I mean, yeah, she's gorgeous, but I was like, what? <laughs> it's so weird to me. I don't know. And then I guess we're going to get more on the whole, you know, that angle with her and Miro, I guess mm-hmm. I would have preferred just them to go together and
1: yeah, it might yeah. just end up. I think that's going like to probably
0: end up, up being the thing. But he's like, "You're not real," and I'm like, "What? what? Yeah. And, and then yeah. you know, I think it would have been nice just to see them come back together. And then Miro goes on a bit of a tear. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, at the same time, he's on collision, so you know, it is what it is. Yeah.
1: It is collision. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the AWTBS title match: Chris Stanley defeating
0: Ruby Soho.
1: Yeah, Got like two and a half stars, so what do
0: you do? I I thought this match was fine. I felt like they kind of hurt Ruby a lot because she hit all of her finishers, like all of them, and still couldn't get the win, and then tried to cheat and then lost. I was like, sure, sure, that seems to go right in. Statland is unbeatable. I don't know if you heard that. Well, Jay Cargill's back now too, so,
1: you know. She's 724 and one.
0: Yeah, exactly, and for whatever reason, she's like, I want the TBS title back. I don't give a shit about the world title. So weird to me. <laughs> Don't understand that at all, but it's Ooh. fine. Um,
1: yeah, this was a match. It was fine. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was fine. Speaking of not, well, that was not going to be a good transition. Uh, speaking of an awesome match. Yeah. No disqualification strat match. Yeah. Brian Danielson versus Ricky Star. So you
0: start like, at, like, we're going reverse with the women's match, and mm-hmm. then
1: all of a sudden you're like, oh, we're going to go in, like, eighth gear yeah. immediately. Yeah, they both yeah. walk out. And they put the straps on and yeah. literally just kill each other for seven. This was minutes. fantastic.
0: This really was a fantastic match. Brian coming out, coming in clutch like he always does. This mm-hmm. is a star making moment for mm-hmm. Ricky Starks. I really hearken back to like WrestleMania 13, you know, Stone Cold and Brett, where it's like Stone Cold doesn't win, but he mm-hmm. bat, you know that whole thing. It felt very that match esque, yeah. right? Where it's like Tony. I mean, Ricky's not going to get the win. But he doesn't, you know, like he just he, they ch- he choked him out. Like there's nothing else you can say about it, right? And he comes out the next night. I, I really thought this was a crowning moment for Ricky Stark. It would have been. It's bigger than him beating Punk or anything like that. Like that, this match really, I think, cause puts him on that legit main eventer type level. You know what I mean? Um, thought it was really good. Hated Ricky Steamboat on commentary. Mm-hmm. Didn't under. I don't know if Tony Khan's such a wrestling historian. You do realize that Tony or Ricky Steamboat can't talk, right? Like mm-hmm. that he's never been able to talk. So you're gonna put him on live commentary where like Nigel McGuinness is like, so what about this? And, and like 85 second long pause. I was like, did he have a stroke yeah. on television? What is happening? Yeah, it was the best. No. Um this match was fantastic though. Uh big props to everybody involved, really good. Also, side note, I really enjoy Ricky Starks and Big Bill together. Okay. The the big guy, right? I don't know why I do, but I really think that's a great combination. I don't know why. I just, I dig it. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just stuck out to me. I was like, he wasn't on the show, but I was just, you know, watching like the highlight films. I was like, man, it's just like, it just works. He's huge, right? It's, yeah. it's like Shawn Michaels, Diesel, yeah. to like the nth degree. You know what I yeah, mean? It's, I just, it's yeah. always that, that yeah. big, small dynamic yeah. where you have the one powerhouse right. and the yeah. other one. That can The do other guy them. who's talking shit and he can actually do stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I just really like that presentation. Yeah. Yeah. Brian of... gets the win. Yeah, They can be ring of honor tag teams all they want. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I think they could compete for pretty much anything. I yeah, think they, they, could... they really could, yeah. you know,
1: theoretically. Uh, tag team title match, or not tag team. There's team an open challenge by FTR, so who knows? <laughs> it's only for young tag teams, Rob. <laughs> I guess he is young, but still, yeah. it's for young tag teams. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club, Claudio and Wheeler defeated Eddie Kingston and Shibata. Um, this match was just like a slappy fest. Yeah, Beat yeah. each other up. Didn't love the finish in this
0: match. Mm-mm. Thought it was weird. Thought it like kind of was like, oh, we're, oh, it's time to go now. Oh, okay, so was, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, another match that I think this show really was a show of two things. It's either making people or setting up the next big show, right? That's yeah. what it kind of felt like. Um, solid match. I mean, they beat the shit out of each other for mm-hmm. sure. You know, I mean, all four of those guys are such hard hitting, you know, guys to begin with. Um, and you're setting up Claudio. And Eddie now, where I'm assuming this is Eddie's kind of crowning moment mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, which I think will be kind of neat. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it was good. It was solid more than anything else. Yeah.
1: And then, uh, dang, it's not even the comment. I can't guys. believe
0: they had so many Ring of Honor champions on this show.
1: <laughs> they had like all. From I know, the show, right? Actually, I, yeah. I also have Athena. She couldn't make the show. Yeah, she was on the pre-show.
0: Ah,
1: good. good. You know, and she's Brian probably-
0: Cage lost in that Battle Royal for the fifty thousand dollars for charity of your choice,
1: which. <laughs> Yeah. thing. Sure. Yeah. It's it's so unfortunate because she's probably the best Ring of Honor champion they have, and yeah, like, nobody cares.
0: Nobody cares. Yeah. Um. Because they have they have no women's division in Ring of Honor. Like yeah. nobody. Yeah. They have very little in AEW, yeah. but like right. none. Exactly.
1: In Ring of Honor. Yeah. Uh. They got uh. T'Keshka with Don Kelso defeating Kenny Omega. I think this ha- best match on both shows. Yeah. This was great.
0: This was fantastic. The great storytelling throughout. Um. Once again a crowning moment yeah. for Takeshita. Like, really, like, if you had thoughts, they are like, okay, so here's where Kenny gets the win, and then uh, he kind of just fades off. No. Yeah.
1: Complete 180. This is this is where, like, WWE booking would kill me, is yeah. most of the time they would do uh, Takeshita wins in the six-man, mm-hmm. and then the next week it's like, all right, 50-50, we'll give it to the other guy, mm-hmm. and it kills me sometimes. This one was like, no, 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 we're just going to have Takeshita just beat you twice. Yeah. Like, straight right. up. Right in the middle and just beat you twice. Mm-hmm. Sorry.
0: Yeah, really awesome. establishing him once again as a main event level guy. Right as a guy who can beat anybody in the company. I mean, when you beat Kenny clean, it's that that's a that's a massive like check mark right mm-hmm. next to your name. Um, thought this match delivered in spades. We we've talked for so long about how like it's like Takeshi's like yeah he puts on great matches but just he never wins mm-hmm. you know and now with this one eighty. I love the subtlety that they brought up where it's like, Kenny has not won a singles match since Don Callis left him. Right. Which I thought, man, that's, you've got so much meat on the bone there. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, with that. And Kenny, you know, we were talking off air where it's kind of one of those, okay, Kenny's going to go through this big lull and then he's going to come back out next year and just go on a massive tear, mm-hmm. which I would assume then leads to him becoming world champion again. But who knows, you know, <clears throat> I thought this was really really solid. I am very fascinated on where they go with Takesha now. Mm-hmm. Is this few going to keep going? Because he beat him clean. It's kind of like a definitive, like, stamp. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... Where where do you go with that? Right? Is he is he in the TNT title ranks now? That seems kind of low in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Is it international championship? Is he gonna be a world title challenger? I don't know. Like MJF being his babyface right now is weird. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I don't like I feel like it's still gonna come down to him and Cole at some point, right? Like yeah. we have still got that to finish. But also you've got some guys now that you've really established that are credible challengers now for him. You know what I mean? You're doing the Samoa Joe thing. you got the Adam Cole thing. Ricky Starks is on the rise. You've got Brian. You know, now Takeshda. Like, there's just, there's a lot of people where you go, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, Darby's super hot. Orange Cassidy, which we'll get to in a second. He's super hot. There's a lot of guys that you could kind of plug right in there. Mm-hmm. And it feels like they don't have enough spots. You know what I mean? For yeah. all these guys that are all kind of
1: peaking at the same time. Yeah. Like six months ago, we we're like, can we find anybody? Please? Yeah, right. Seriously, because
0: it was like, okay, he went, he be- he wins the four pillars, and then you go, so now what? Like, where where are we gonna go? Like, he doesn't have anybody yeah. ready to go. And for now, him. and now with
1: all these like, yeah, grand slams, yeah. Wrestle Dreams, and full gears. I mean, you can just line them up. Yeah, exactly for sure.
0: With still right, I, like they're they're prolonging this Adam Cole thing. That's the thing too. that's kind of in the back of my mind, lingering. Is you're like. At some mm-hmm. point, we're going to get that payoff, right? Yeah. So what is that payoff? That's, they're really setting up their main event scene really well, which I'm hoping then bleeds into with, you know, the international championship, which we'll get to, where it's like, okay, now that title is going to take a significant mm-hmm. level of importance increase.
1: Mm-hmm. Co-main event, we had the eight-man tag. We had Bullet Club Gold, you know, all of them. Defeating yeah. FTR and the Young Bucks, mm-hmm. this was your... Young Bucks flippy dippy special with yep. FTR going, We like sharpshooters. Yeah. And then <laughs> and Bullet Club winning at the end. Yeah, exactly. it's so, literally all was yeah. it was. Re- FTR hit the shadow machine, a couple they held yeah. the, the sharpshooter for a little bit. Yeah. Bucks did their flips and then And then at the end somehow
0: Bullet Club gold immediately pins them and then Excalibur goes. I didn't really see any issues with the Bucs and FTR, but it definitely felt like Bullet Club Gold out-wrestled them. I go, what match were you watching? I go, I don't think they got an offensive move in outside of breaking up pins for like 25 minutes. Yeah, How this, long did this match, match go? This match went 21 minutes and Okay, 21 Sorry, 21 and like 35 30. seconds. I, I mean, yeah, the whole match like. yeah. was just... Oh, Buck, oh, guns are down. Okay, this guy's down. Okay, Jay White got hit. Okay, uh, CJ Parker is out. Okay, whatever. Like, you're just like,
1: holy that's shit. That's it is what it felt like. It was you know what I mean? Like, every person on earth is down right now. Yeah. Oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, and then paid. all of a
0: sudden, Jay White's like, well, switchblade, and then Robinson pins him, and you're like, oh, well, that's good, too, I guess. You know what I mean? And, like, I, I mean, I'm, I would I would have definitely preferred Bullet Club Gold to get the win since the other two teams are not really, like, a thing. Uh-huh. Um. So that was good. I thought you made a perfect suggestion though of it just would have been better if you just put this in a fatal four way tag and just let it go.
1: Yeah. You could have done everything that you could have had well, you, could you could have done
0: everything off. except for the finish and you could have just F T R beat a gun and you were like oh Beat okay, a gun, cool.
1: but then it's like Bull Cup yeah. Gold's like you didn't beat us though, or right. something. Yeah, exactly you know what I mean. Right. It's like the F T R has just recently beaten the Bucks and the Guns, but not Bull Cup Gold in the last Week. <laughs> three weeks because they beat him a month ago. I don't, I don't know. know, but yeah, I feel like you could outside of the finish, this entire match could have been the exact well, this same. This
0: could have been a championship eliminator match, right? One, yeah, one, that one, too. one of those things that they do where okay, maybe the Bullet Club Gold gets the win over FTR and that, that sets up. Yeah, it's so that title match, match. yeah. So sure. lots of different ways they could have done it. What we're saying is our way was better. Um, yeah, this was fine. Like I said, it just very much felt like okay, so I was really hoping that something was going to happen because the whole match was guns and FTR, and I went, is this just going to be like a route? Like,
1: Mm -hmm. yikes! You know what I mean? So, speaking of a route, John Boxley and Orange Cassidy felt like a glorified squash match. It really did. It felt. It gave me the Lesnar Cena vibes Mm -hmm. from 2014 when Les after he beat the streak. Just not as deliberate. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's not (laughs) as deliberate and as high profile. Yeah. But it was like okay, so every single time Orange like would hit one Superman punch, it was like no, 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 you're dead now. Yeah. Every single time. It was like, he got like, so his match went, what, 19 minutes, 43 seconds. Probably at like the 17-minute mark, yeah. he finally hit his comeback. Mm-hmm. And then it went for like two minutes, and then he just killed him. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, this match was pretty awesome. The the crazy part is this match being probably the third or fourth best match on the show yeah. really tells you the quality of the wrestling that was on this show. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I really like the ending where the whole story of, like, Orange, like, every week he adds a new, like... Yeah, he's beaten up. Beaten up and everything. Yeah, the Orange punch has just a little less on it yeah, every Yeah, and he gets time. up, and he gives him, like, the double birdie. He's like, all right, if you're going to do it, just do it. Moxie doesn't want to do it, but he's like, I- I'm going to beat you now. Yeah. And I have one complaint,
0: okay. okay, with this, just one. I thought the match was fantastic. Storytelling. Beautiful. Really good. Beautifully done. Beautifully yeah. done. Why is Moxie coming out to Babyface Music? <laughs> because <laughs> he always hate it <laughs> absolutely hate it it's because so he's funny. not the baby face in this match yeah. right now listen i understand that this kind of took like a bit of a different turn of he's not really a
1: Bad guy in in that sense, yeah. but the Blackpool Combat Club are heels. It, it's the same thing when the elite were heels, but yeah. they come out to their super kick party. Yeah, and you go, I I guess. Yeah, it's just weird, right? I didn't like it. You you're booing Claudio
0: and Wheeler out the door, right? Mm-hmm. And even Br- Brian, you were never gonna get booed because he's coming back, right? And you know, and everybody in the back minds go, like, okay, this is supposed to be Punk, right? Everybody yeah. in the mind knew that, so they're just happy to see Brian back. Mm-hmm. However. Moxley's been on television. Moxley should have been coming out to normal shit and just, you know, done the thing. Outside of that, this match was great. It really was. It was a glorified beatdown, right? But I think it lent itself to the story, like you're saying, right, where we've built and built and built, where it's like, man, he just... Even that Penta match, he just escapes at the end, right? You're like, man, it's just how long can he do it? And then to have the the last kind of visual you see of him where he's like, if you're going to do it, do it. Don't, yeah. don't, don't, you know, don't yeah, put around. It, 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 yeah. It, it, don't it. pity me. Finish me off. Like yeah. be the man and do it. If you're going to kill me, kill me, you know, and be defiant to the end, such good baby face work. And then he yeah. sells it right where he's just laying there for a good solid three, four minutes as, you know, Moxley and them walk out. And then they give him his moment kind of mm-hmm. just to let, you know, to do it right yeah. um i the i think the spot of the night for me the whole the whole show was when he puts his hands in his pockets and he does those little tap kicks and then the intensity ramped up oh yeah i thought that was so like y- like that's what i was waiting for almost you know what i mean um it's kind of the thing like remember when we when he won the title last year where i was like i wish in that moment he would have like shown some more emotion when he won the title. Like yeah. it's like the out of character thing because it means that much to him to win the championship. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was such a great moment where it was like okay, we're going to get the stupid gimmick shit, but then he turned it into no, I'm going to kick your fucking head off. Yeah, and I, that I think, was so well. And done. I
1: think subtly the idea of him like we said yeah. initially not caring that he won yeah. to like every title defense. Yeah. He's like, "No, I actually yeah, I like, care. And, yeah. And he cares more and more yeah. and more about the title to the point where he's fighting Moxley in the main event of All Out, yeah. and he's doing his little pity kicks. And he's like, you know what? No, I want this yeah. title. He's I'm like, going to beat no. the shit out yeah. of you. Right. I I've, really enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah. yeah,
0: really well done. Such a great, like, long, overarching thing, right? I've been saying for months he's bigger than the championship is right now. I just, yeah. I just felt like he is. The character's so over... I want another guy, right, where we're just like, where do you go with him now? I am... Mm. Beyond fascinated with, I don't know what
1: this leads to. Yeah, Um, and we're looking. We were talking about the trio styles, even though they weren't on the show. Having good lineage, mm-hmm. they're, they're shooting three for three on this international. championship Oh, they really. Oh, right re-
0: they really are. Yeah, and this is what I wanted to see. Right, I want to see this international championship really start to rise in level of prestige. Right, you mm-hmm. go from having Pac is like okay, can have a great match with anybody. He's a freak of nature. Right, he's just yeah. he's so solid. To now Orange going on this long list. Having like 30 defenses and everyone wants this title, but he's
1: not giving it up.
0: But we were missing the story portion of it, right? Now you have Moxley, a the most probably the most decorated AEW guy they have, right? In terms of just AEW stuff. Yeah. Right? Three time world champion, all that shit. And now you've got him with the title. And now you're gonna get these main events where like this this title can main event now, right? Like that. Cassidy's last title defense being the main event of this pay-per-view is such like the perfect like cherry on top yeah. of a perfect Sunday, mm-hmm. right? Um th- this is everything you wanted it to be. I thought like I said, Ricky, DeCastro and Orange mm-hmm. come out as made men yeah. out of this mat, out of this out of this night. Mm-hmm. And they did it in three completely different ways. Yeah. And that is the part that I that I really appreciate about this show. And as I think if people didn't watch it because the card on paper didn't look great, I think you need to go and watch it because
1: at least at least the back, the back half, half, the back half. Of once the you start with the strap match, yep. then on mm-hmm. you, it's really, it feels like a movie that like the first half, you're like, oh, it's like a, a little lot of slow setup. A lot like, of setup. It, like you can do like the, the Avengers end game type thing yeah. where it's like, it's a lot of setup, But once you hit that, that final battle mm-hmm. or that last couple matches, you're like, oh, here we go. So I thought I thought it was a really good show, pretty much from top to bottom. But if you only have like an hour and a half to watch, just watch like the last like three or four matches.
0: Yeah, awesome no, show. I agree. I agree. Um, uh, it's it, it's just one of those things where you look at those three matches in the silo. You go, okay, you got Ricky getting choked out, right? But he didn't quit, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have Takeshita clean, with a clean victory over the best wrestler in the world, followed up with Orange defiantly going out, knowing it's the end, right? It's it's a lesser version of Flair Sean, right? Where Flair knows it's over. Mm. But it, it doesn't, you know what I mean? He's like, I don't give a shit, right? I'm going to go out, you know, the same way I came in, right? And I think in that moment too, like you said, right, where, you know, with the kicks and stuff, and then the giving him the double bird to me was a lot of like, that's a, that's a moment too. It's almost character breaking in that way. Yeah. Right. Where it got to it where this is where I think they need to go with the character a little bit. Yeah. I was, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: You, you keep bringing up the, like the Ric Flair shot. I was actually thinking like Sean Taker, the second one. Yeah. And the, when the Mm -hmm. career match where like, he's like crawling up Taker. And then right when he's like pleading, he like spits in his face and Taker's like, nah, it's over now. Yeah. Like I felt like that double bird was Moxie. Like, I don't know if I want the double bird hits. He goes, I'm ending you now. Like, well, sorry. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I've, I took it as like that, that moment where I, I what I'm saying is the, the orange casty character mm-hmm. can no longer just be, I don't give a shit. Yeah. It can't be anymore. It just, it, because it's evolving. Right. Because now what you've seen is, is a, is a in mindset where he cared. Mm-hmm. He did care. Right? He cared about the championship. He cared about getting it done. And I thought the promo he did the week before was so well done. It was short, right? And it was funny, right? Like, I'm Orange Cassidy, and I don't have a catchphrase, right? Well, that's his new fucking catchphrase, right? It is. And, and, but because of that, though, yeah, he, he's still nonchalant about things. But there's going to be that moment where he hawks up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's that moment where when he flips the double bird, he goes you better kill me because I'm never going to stop, mm-hmm. right? And I think that is a shift from nonchalant cool guy to now nonchalant rebel. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I I, I I, think that's where you can go with that character where you go. And that, if you want to look, and we've talked about four, I didn't necessarily see him as a world champion, right? And I think the reason is because I didn't think the character would lend itself to being a world champion. You can't be nonchalant. And be the world heavyweight champion. Yeah, you no. just can't do it. But this character, if I'm right, where now you've got a guy who just no matter what is like, if you do not kill me, I will not stop. Mm-hmm. That is a completely different animal, and yeah. the sky's the limit for him. He really is. Yeah. So I'm 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 very excited for that. This match, this show was great. This show was really really it, good. Really was. it was. It was a. Top to bottom, full roster effort where everybody went, we got to knock this out of the park because of all the punk shit. And it completely takes you out of it. And you go, okay, I got like four new guys that just got made tonight. Where are we going? Yeah,
1: What are we going to do? And I'm very excited how this leads to next year's because I think they they announce all in. I'm assuming they're going to do all out on the they same are, totally time. Already
0: said they're going to do it. They're yeah. going to do it the week, it the week, the week to week.
1: Yeah. So having a year to plan the week to week. Right. I'm very interested because this one felt like they announced all in like three months ago. And yep. I was like, all right, we got to piece this together. If you have a whole year mm-hmm. to plan out all in to all out and yep. how we're going to make that all work. Right. Because all in's like going to be your WrestleMania. Yep. But if you have a show right after that's like you have a couple lingering things that you finish up there, too. Yeah. I think it could be a really good like double of that to do every well, year.
0: Well, you know what it is for me? it felt like the best version of a raw after mania.
1: Yeah. Right. It was like a pay-per-view. Yeah, exactly. Right. Pay-per-view.
0: Right. Where, okay, we have all in. That's our peak, right? Like, okay, this is where we have culminations or whatever. And I don't necessarily think we got that this year, but I do think that next next year, I think we'll we'll,
1: we'll wind it. Yeah.
0: So assuming that's what it's going to happen. And then we go right to all out where you go. And this is where we start everything back over, right? Where we use this show and highlight guys that for the
1: next year are going to be key players in Mm -hmm. in major shit, right? Mm -hmm. Especially with the idea that HBO Max... Could be, yeah, yeah, it is right. leaning its way to being ready to do pay-per-views oh, on geez. its streaming service, it, and they might move to eight or nine. Yeah, right. Because they have the Wrestle Dream now, yes, yep. they'll probably move Grand Slam to a pay-per-view yeah. and some of that stuff. If they lean to eight or nine, yep. and you do this back to back, and then your next one's Wrestle Dream in four mm-hmm. months or four weeks away, right? I think it, I think it could really lend itself up to like having your grand show all in Mm -hmm. all out. You have a whole bunch of like Mm -hmm. banger matches and beginning of storylines to lead into the next couple pay-per-views. Yes. Yes. I also think that I've, I've changed my tune on this for AEW a little bit. Mm -hmm. I was initially hesitant on the monthly pay-per-view system for AEW. Mm -hmm. I think the way Tony Khan books, I think it'd be better. Yeah, I think
0: so too. I think because you can, you can have impactful moments and still keep the overarching storylines. Yeah. We've kept Adam Cole and MJF going for months,
1: and we, we're we still not at the point of yeah. explosion. Like, I think, I think like, usually what Tony Khan does is, like, two yeah. weeks before he announces the entire card or, like, a yeah. week before. Yeah. It's, like, I think if you do every month pay-per-views, yeah. I think you just... I, I think it works better for his booking style right. at the end of the day, so yeah. I'm actually in favor of going, to like... If you want to do, like, nine and do every mm-hmm. six weeks... For five and here's weeks. the thing. I think I think and, I'd
0: and what in what you're able to do with that, right? And it's and, and WWE, I think is I, has really I think kind of changed the way they do pay per views too now a little bit. Where mm-hmm. you're not necessarily trying to load every show with every possible great match you can think of in a month, right? Mm-hmm. It's we're gonna we're gonna highlight a few, right, and we're gonna give you some solid action in between. That nothing that's gonna go crazy, right? But we're gonna give you enough to make it worth the show. And but those moments in those matches that are big, we're giving you some. Something to feed on, right? Where it's yeah. like, okay, to catch should just be Kenny clean. I'm invested in the fact of where do they go? What's next for that character? What's next for Kenny, right? Yeah. They do such a good job of that. And then it also allows you to feature stars that you may not necessarily have wanted to in a four pay per view format, right? Oh. It's a lot easier to give you um, a Soraya versus a Willow Nightingale on a wrestle dream or on a name a name a show that they haven't come up yeah, with yet as compared to a revolution where you go, man, we got another four months before another women's world title match, and we're getting that.
1: Yeah. It's
0: not necessarily as, you know what I mean, where yeah. you, can, you can establish, and then that's where like teams like the Acclaimed, well, they took a risk and said, all right, we're going to go Acclaimed, Swerve in Our Glory, no build, mm-hmm. and that match made the Acclaim. You, you then stumble into those moments where you go, oh, shit, maybe we do have something yeah. in X guy, right, or X woman, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I would really like them to go to a streaming service though. Cause I, I don't really need to pay $50 for every month
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> for
0: a show. Yeah. That'd be nice. Um,
1: yeah, I think, I think max is close to ready is what I've seen. Yeah. It that'd can, be it nice. It can hold
0: that'd be nice. Five, yeah.
1: Uh, shows. So yeah, that'd we'll be cool. See. Um, re- grade this show for me. Uh, it's probably, I have to like look at the other ratings we've done just so yeah. I can like, get I know. I, yeah, it. yeah. I think it's probably like a, B plus territory. I think so too. I, I
0: there because of the quality of matches firming up with the following up with character development and storytelling, I thought yeah. this this show really did a lot of
1: great things. Yeah, if I presume I probably gave All in an A minus, I'd probably give this a B plus. Yeah. This was
0: really good. This was really, really good. Crowd helped a lot, obviously. A lot. Um, but this really was this yeah. is solid. We
1: were talking about them leaving Vegas for dub or nothing in the worst way. Yeah. After this show. I would give Chicago another chance to do all out. Yeah. Cause 2022 was kind of rough. Yeah. But this one kind of built me up some confidence that maybe the crowd could be hot for a, right. for another all out. Right, back to back, back like to that. Back, yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, let's shift focus a little bit here. We do
0: have a, a little bit of WWE news that we want to get to. Um, we have some record breaking, happening. Um, Gunther officially the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion in history over 454 days as your Intercontinental Champion. Um, Mm Kind of cemented that by beating Chad Gable in the main event of Monday Night Raw this past week um so he's you know basically it was like oh congratulations because he's not gonna wrestle until the <laughs> next week so we're like okay so he did it yeah. would have been funny like oh he lost on a house show that'd be hilarious that'd be really funny um so he's the officially in one single reign right The you know one individual reign the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time mm-hmm. um i have a couple questions for you mike first okay. off right um thoughts on him breaking the record um what does that do for you? Anything, right? We're kind of in this WWE zone where every every champion seems like he's gonna record, break the yeah. record. Bianca Belair breaks it. Romans three years champ. Gunther now here. Uh, Usos are Usos longest are longest reign tag
1: champs. Thank yeah. you.
0: Yep. Thoughts on, on Gunther breaking the Honky Tonk man's record. I don't know
1: what the Honky Tonk oh, man's gonna be known for now, because yeah, that's gone. That, yeah. Um I mean, I think it's notable that he passed. It's been like thirty years. Yeah, it's it's a big one. I just the the whole records thing in, in like wrestling doesn't yeah. really do it for me because
0: that's like thirty five years actually it's kind of crazy yeah
1: no he's he was champion that was that was a really long record yeah um but no like the records for like wrestling don't really do it for me no just because I know I know it's the thing that's but it's like when it's predetermined yeah. so you can just. Book a guy to be champion forever. Yeah. It doesn't really. Now, I will say the, the streak where he went on of having just banger matches at every single show, yeah. that's that's something I look at more of like, all right, mm-hmm. you went like a year of just straight bangers. Yeah. That's something. But like when someone holds a title for like th- two years, mm-hmm. but wrestles like four times, yeah. Aha, uh, 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 Brock Lesnar. Right. I go, that's not super impressive right. to me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. or, you know, Fucking, like Nakamura was like U.S. champion for like a year and a half, and I went. He was on TV like four times, so it's like <laughs> yeah. stuff like that where I'm like, the number yeah. is kind of relevant to me because I'm not like, mm-hmm. it, it's just a number Do that you, you can book around. So, um,
0: is this your, is this your favorite Intercontinental Championship brand that you can remember? Because I'm, oh, and yeah. here's the thing, I'm asking you because you kind of came in, into your fandom. Yeah, you know, when when was you, when would you. Like, say, like, Wrestlemania. What was the first Wrestlemania, like, you were actually paying attention to? 25.
1: 25. Okay. Probably 24 or 25. 24 or 25. All right. So, in that's that what? Part. Like, 2008? Two, 8, 9. 8, 9. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, we you got almost yeah, almost 20 years in, right? You're, you're mm. getting close. Yeah. We're, like, 25. Or... You're, like, 15 years 15 in. 15 years. Okay. So, you got 15 years worth of, of, of stuff, right, that you've seen, mm-hmm. you know, give or take, right? So... You know, is this your like? Is this like okay? Is this when the Intercontinental title is meant the most to you, in your opinion? <laughs> is this where you've like okay? This is where you've cared, right? Because there's no. times where it's been, it's meant a lot in those fifteen years, and other yeah. times where it goes, it's a bit rough. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I can't really think of a. I think the only time mm-hmm. I actually really really cared mm-hmm. was when. Ray Mysterio and Chris Jericho had like a four-month feud oh, yeah, for really it great. in like 2009 yeah. when they were just having bangers back and forth for like mm-hmm. four months. Yeah. That was the time I like generally really cared about it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I can't really think of a time off the top of my head where I was right. like, actually when Rollins had it in like 19, yeah. I think that was a fun time too. Yeah. Other than those two times, I don't have anything off the top of my head that's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that reign. Mm-hmm. Not really. Okay. So I would say those two, but this is definitely probably the – best one of the three yeah i mean he's really kind of i mean
0: the sheamus match the triple threat match yeah.
1: in terms of match quality by far the yeah, best it's really he's had multiple matches that i would go back and rewatch. watch yeah where Absolutely. like you know ray there's a couple in that mm-hmm. in that back and forth and Rollins probably has a couple but like most of these intercontinental champions since i've been watching mm-hmm. i'm like I, right. I would never go and choose to I watch know, that i'm match gonna again. put you
0: on the spot here a little bit or we get to Lions talk here, okay. yeah, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Okay, yeah. give me your top three Intercontinental champions of all time. In your like I said, you've only been you yeah. in, you can, if you're only gonna reference the 15 years, you can do it yeah. right. Like, okay. it doesn't have to be. I'm not talking Reigns, right? Like, yeah, just in general. Just, just use your favorite top three Intercontinental champions oh, of all God. time. Uh,
1: this is, this is going to be an interesting. I know I list. put you, I put you on the spot. Yeah, I was, was going to tell you pre-show,
0: and then I was like, now it's going to be more fun if I
1: make it. Real it life. will be more fun. It will be a <laughs> lot of dead silence, though, if you trying to decide. Um, the problem, so the the problem with this question arises yeah. is, I there's a lot of people I like. Yeah. But I don't necessarily like the Reigns. Yeah. I just like right. them. Like, yeah. As I, would say, like I would say, like I would say one would be Rollins, but yeah. I don't necessarily remember the Reign too yeah. much. Right. I just like Rollins more than most people. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I would say one is probably Gunther. Okay, I would say two is probably Ray. Okay, because of that 2009 time yeah. that I was watching, mm-hmm. and they had some banger matches, mm-hmm. and then three. Can I just, who's up here? Who's on this <laughs> wall? You gotta look at my yeah, wall. Yeah, I let me mean, look at the wall. Um,
0: uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of them on there. I mean, there, there's a lot Brett, of people Sean, Stone Cold, Ricky the yeah, Dragon, Steamboat, Bulldog, tell you.
1: Macho Man, yeah. lots of guys. I, I, I do like fans. that WrestleMania 3 match yeah. a yeah. lot. Yeah. So I'd say, oh, throw Macho in there. Okay. I you know, say, I can't, I, say, I, can't
0: say Steamboat. He didn't hold it long enough. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, I'll say Macho because I like that WrestleMania 3 match. Okay, that's fun. That's interesting. But I don't I don't have any. That's me trying to be very specific to the IC title. Yeah. If it was, like, just in like, Rollins because he held it. Yeah, no, one, the, yeah, but. like,
0: as Intercontinental Champion, who do you think of as Intercontinental Champion, right? Yeah. Like, that's the kind of thing I was looking for. Because, like, you know, Jericho, while he's held the title a shit ton, right, like nine times, he averages reign as, like, 38 days as Intercontinental yeah. Champion, right? So you're like, yeah, he's synonymous with the championship, but it may not necessarily be because he had these... Great runs with the championship, right? Yeah. So it's kind of a bit different.
1: Yeah, I think I think Gunther's probably yeah the he's face re- of the IC title for me. Yeah, he's really kind of established like a new
0: benchmark. I am fascinated to see who takes it off now that the record's been broken. I'm a lot less like concerned is yeah. my best way of saying it, right? Like I'm like okay, like now we can use this opportunity to make a guy right, uh, or they can do something with it. I'm I'm glad that he got there. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that he broke it. I'm glad that the Intercontinental Championship. I feel like is going. The biggest thing now is whoever does beat him for it, it needs to continue yeah. being a important piece of the show rather than, oh, Chad Gable won it and now whoa, and then we just go off. And but like, here's the thing though, right? Like Chad Gable can win it and that's a great moment. But then if he's not on TV for the next six weeks, yeah. you've killed it. You sure. know what I mean? So like, that's the thing is, if you're gonna do it, okay, then he needs to be on television every week. I agree. You know, so. I don't know if you think it's going to be him, but I I don't know. I I I want it.
1: I I, I choo-choo my way all the way down. I'm ready.
0: (laughs) Maybe it could be. I don't know. I want it
1: to happen so bad, but it it probably won't. I don't know. He's had, like, nine tries at it and still can't do it. So, like, (laughs) I can't imagine he's going to do it the 10th, but, like, he... (laughs) Let's do it. All I gotta do is beat you that one time. That's all that matters. Yeah, <laughs> he did outlast him for five minutes at one yeah, time, and that's then true. and then they like kept going, and like thirty seconds later killed him. But like he I, he lasted five minutes. I right? love
0: a Gunther match too, where it's like, oh, he's gonna beat him, and then Gunther goes, "Fuck this,
1: boot!" Yeah, power bomb, power bomb, beats
0: him, and you're like. Oh, so the match is over. Oh, okay, cool. So he's like, I'm done playing with
1: my food. Yeah, he gets like second gear and just absolutely annihilates someone like really quickly. It kills me. All
0: right, let's shift focus here. Main event time for sure. Detroit Lions football. The NFL, Mike. NFL is back. back. The NFL is back. It's fun you time. Know? We're T minus an hour away from week the rest of week 1, right? We kicked off on Thursday night. Your Detroit Football Lions going into the Kansas City into Arrowhead Stadium
1: where the Kansas City Chiefs are lowering that 2022 Super Bowl banner, which is really weird how they did it cuz they just lowered one banner and just added it to it. Yeah. I thought that was kind of just interesting. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I was like, okay. Like, they don't have, like, individual banners for each one. Like, I guess because they're at outdoor stadium, so they really can't. Yeah. But I just thought it was interesting when they, like, unveiled the banner, and it was, like, Super Bowl 3, 54, and 58, all in just, like, one line. Yeah. And yeah. I was like... You couldn't have three banners? Yeah, you out? couldn't just have, like, three separate banners or yeah. something? To, I was like... I Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Anyway,
0: it was weird. I agree with you. Um, I just haven't
1: seen it like that. Mostly, you just drop a a banner that says like twenty twenty four.
0: Listen, our hometown team had a fucking banner that said playoff appearances. Okay, I know, which was disgusting. Uh, We We made made the playoffs. (laughs) wins no 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 get out of here stop it come on don't be silly come on that's so funny we got there right all right leave us alone
1: um <laughs> is it enough to get there <laughs>
0: apparently well if you're in the nba maybe <laughs> <laughs> i don't know um, can you make
1: the plan and still count yeah. you got a play banner maybe Dallas that's- wouldn't have gotten that either
0: no no yeah that's fine um but your Detroit football Lions taking on the Kansas City Chiefs, um, and by hook or by crook, somehow, someway, your Detroit Lions are, wait for it, 1-0, mm-hmm. one one and 1-0. And Getting the big win over the Kansas City Chiefs on Banner Night, you know. Asterix and all, according to Mike Tirico. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, my gosh. I was like, dude, you're, like, you're just setting yourself up to get just yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I get it. You're on national television. You kind of got to be both ways with it, right? But yeah. I was like, come on, dude. No, like,
1: that, that comment was purely for the Chiefs fans 100%. that were like, well, they were both hurt. hurt. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I'm
0: like, okay. 100%. Well, we're missing C.J. Mosley and Jameson Williams, okay? Yeah. Figure it out. It is what it is. But anyway... Um, huge win, and, and yeah. I really do think this is a big win for them. I know we've talked at nauseum about what would this win mean, and I and I don't want to get into a conversation of, well, are the are Lions, like, Super Bowl contenders now? Because yeah. it's week one, right? Yeah. And, and I love... I wouldn't
1: even have entered that conversation if you brought it up. No, I right. right. Up so,
0: it. so, like, because and I think Dan Campbell and Jared Goff both really... Like I don't want to say eloquent because it's not eloquent, but they both went. It's one week. Mm-hmm. It's one week. We're one and zero, right? Like that's it. We we got to go one and zero every single week, right? Like that's the goal. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that and I thought that that was so telling of where this team's mindset is, mm-hmm. right? Where they can go. well, It means we can compete with anybody. That's not what they said. Mm-hmm. And they said it's one week. And Dan Campbell's even gone out and said, "Listen, yeah, we expected to win this game, which sure, um, but." regardless right if we go out and we lay a dud against Seattle we're still one and one Yeah. so it doesn't matter mm-hmm. right we we have to refocus and we have to get back in you know what I mean which I think I think that fans kind of need to take a Brief pause, <laughs> and I listen. I have been on cloud nine the last three days. Mm-hmm. I have been. I wasn't able to sleep on Thursday, Friday. I was going to all the Kansas City forums and looking
1: at all the it devastated does, posts. Does.
0: So funny! It was. It's like when you go to Ohio State page after the Michigan game. You're like, "Yeah, tell me how bad you lost." Yeah, yeah about those
1: it. are That are funny. funny.
0: Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, going to the press conferences and Kermit the Frog over there looking devastated
1: on his face and I don't like you know, yeah. I'm embarrassed. And I'm like yeah. whatever. National media correspondents who just love certain teams when they lose. It's yeah. always a fun to they just know that they're gonna get eaten alive and they're gonna get more viewers than they've ever gotten in their life. Oh my gosh.
0: It's, it's so funny. So when they just so, have to so sit funny. there
1: and just be like, Yeah, I was wrong. It's just so fun to watch.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's um I it's It makes me very happy at the end of the day. So, but getting into this, getting into this, you know, this game though, right? Not Mm -hmm. a clean game by either team. Very sloppy, in fact. Absolutely. Right? I mean, drop passes for both. Um, You know, I I didn't think either offense looked all that creative, right? Mm -hmm. I thought Ben Johnson was going to make me shoot my face off for a minute there. Um, I thought the Chiefs' offense at times got. Way too complicated for no reason. Taking the ball out of Mahomes' hands on a third and two for a end round, which was played beautifully by Josh Pascal, don't get me wrong, but also like, really? Like no. get the ball in the guy's hands. Um did not necessarily think, like I said, it wasn't I don't think there was any like egregious error like by coaching standards by any stretch of the imagination. I know people are giving Andy Reid a lot of shit for the fourth and twenty-five at the end of the game, but I was like, if you don't have confidence in the defense can get a stop mm-hmm. and you're like, well,
1: my best player is right there. Maybe, did you right? did you read the on Twitter the big brain play for that? Yes, we're okay. They're gonna run out that to the eight w- yard line. That would and have then, been so crazy. Yeah, and then they forced them to score basically. Because I th- I thought about it, but I was like, that kind of sounds stupid. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, you go out the eight, and then if you let them score, or if they do score, mm-hmm. then it, you only go up eight or whatever, and mm-hmm. then it's like then you get the ball yeah. at, at a new set of downs at the twenty five. You might not have timeouts, but at least you have the right, ball right. with like a minute forty or something. I was like, is that like a good idea or no? And right. I was thinking about it. I was like, they probably won't, so I won't think about it. Yeah. And then someone posted it. I went, damn it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like, okay. Like, You're well, not thinking about that, but like... Everyone it's all for wouldn't... not
0: if Dan Campbell's going, well, we're just going to go for two and go up by nine. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know what but I mean? But then the, the... That's the big... The big, big, for, big, big, big thing yeah, is, is then he, they go
0: for two and beat us by one. Exactly. Yeah. And
1: then you go, oh, my God. How right. did that happen? Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I... You know, it... <laughs> I get it. It's not Madden. They're not going to do that. It's no, they're not. not. But I just I mean? thought it was. Yeah, it's. You know what? You can think about that, and you're like, oh well, because I'm not going to get skewered the next moment as soon as this blows up in my face. Yeah. And we Don't do it correctly, right? It's like that uh, Patriots thing where he just decided I'm going to lateral it for no reason. Yeah. And then everyone goes, "What the hell?" But if that's a touchdown, you're like, "Oh, we planned that." And it's you know, the no, hundred percent. It's yeah. it's
1: you know what? It's it's like the the fake punt yes. that they did early On in the game, seventeen yard line, where yeah. it's like it's that moment where you go. It's it's a ballsy play. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't happen, you get crucified. Yep. Hashtag Brandon Staley. Yep. But if it works, and then you go down and score big balls, big balls, big yep. play energy. Right. Yeah, and that was huge, right? That
0: yep. was that was a momentum swinging play, absolutely. Because yep. they go down the field, they go score, yep. right. I don't really
1: want you to do it ever again, but like the one yeah. time,
0: sure. No, listen, and I think you know in that moment in the first quarter, we're like, well, we got we got to steal a possession here, right? Mm-hmm. And it was, I think it was a situation of look, if we give them the ball back, okay, they score, we're down seven nothing. We get the ball back, we can we can have a chance mm-hmm. to answer, right? I think that was kind of the logic behind it. Um, but listen, the takeaways I have from this game, right? And then I'll let you I'll let you go. Is for me, it's it's a couple things. It's number one, it's winning on the road. Mm-hmm. I don't care who it's against, right? This team has had a difficult time last two years getting road wins. I mean, geez, they could not have made it more difficult than Chicago last year to finally kind of break through that glass ceiling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, going on the road against a playoff team in Kansas City, I don't give a shit if Kelsey wasn't there. I don't give a shit if Chris Jones wasn't on the field, but he was there. It was awkward, but it's fine. That's really uh, fine. <laughs> eating Cheetos. Um, but... None of that matters to me because at the end of the day, the record is going to say they got the win, and that's all I Uh care about. They got the win, they came out, and they took care of business by hook or by crook on the road, and you steal one. Mm -hmm. It had to be a gritty game. It had to be something that was going to be ugly. I was not happy with the offense overall. I was not happy that Marvin Jones looks like he's aged 35 years in a matter of minutes. Um, There's a lot to clean up. Mm -hmm. But that also gives me some hope. That they can play not their best football and still get a win, right? Like the defense stood on their head the last, that second half. They really did. Two field goals, 0 for 7 on third down. Those are big fucking, that's big stuff. That's big time shit that they're doing there. Um, could not be happier of how they started out. I think it's gonna give them a ton of confidence, a ton of momentum going in, not just a week two, but to know, hey, look, man, we can, we really can, you know, this mm-hmm. can be something, right? I think for so many, I think everybody in the world was like, once they didn't get that fourth down, terrible play call, by the way. Don't understand why you're not just pounding the rock with Montgomery on that fourth down call. Couldn't stand it. Worst thing ever. But the fact that they were able to then get the stop Mm -hmm. there and close it out and run three straight times and get the first down and just ice it away, that's a difference in mentality. That's a difference in what this team can do. Um, And I really do think that this is, we are really starting to get into uncharted territory for the Detroit lions, Mm -hmm. where I think this is a, has the potential just to take off and to take off in a real way. I'm not, we're not talking super bowl. I'm not talking to that, but to be a competitive team where they're in it and they have a chance to win. And they have a chance where they're like, this is a team where I met now there's the expectations are real. Yeah. And the expectations can be something where you go, no, no, this is what I expect to see. Now this Mm -hmm. is the new standard. You're not, you know, all the other stuff, it's it's now it's time to have the real expectations. So, no, we're going in to win football games. There's no more cardiac cats trying to, you know, have Matthew Stafford save them on four miraculous throws, right? It's a, no, we, it's going to be a systematic, We from the top down, we're, we're able to win football games now. I was, I was very happy coming out of that game. Getting the win, stealing it, and starting off. The last two times we've seen the Detroit Lions, they went in at Green Bay and into Arrowhead and got the win. Mm-hmm. That that's that's fucking huge. Yeah. Huge thoughts.
1: Yeah, my some of my takeaways. First off, the, the whole Travis Kelsey thing. I thought it actually just put more pressure on the Lions.
0: Yeah, maybe because
1: I think that going in you know, your big underdogs. I think without him being there, Mm -hmm. it was one of those things where it's like, now you, you you should steal this game. Right. Like you kind of put the pressure on, like you should take this game. Mm -hmm. It's like, whatever you think is the worst game on our schedule like a team wise like if you think Tampa's the worst team we're going to play this year right. if we go play Tampa without Aiden Hutchinson and Ra, oh yeah, Tampa's going we got to go steal that one right? For because sure. we might not be able to beat them normally yeah. but if they don't have their two best players we got to go steal that one and so th- I think the pressure would be on them to steal the game against the Lions because I think the Lions would be favored right. um I think the same thing here where it was like one of those where like I don't care if he doesn't play or not cuz every single week you're going to have an injury or something a thousand percent. but I do think that it did impact the game a lot because you could tell that Kansas City had no offense outside of throwing to Kelsey. Yeah, maybe so. And I'll take it. Listen, (laughs) I'm 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 running away
0: with it. I, I do not care what the context is. I mean, they had to basically bench Marvin Jones at one point. Yeah. Like, cause it was just, it was, yeah, disaster. that was my next and,
1: point. Is outside of I the receivers were terrible. Yeah. I thought Josh Reynolds had a nice day. Josh Reynolds was fine. Yeah. I guess I, 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 I they didn't use Khalif Raymond a lot, which I was hate weird. It,
0: hated it. Hated it. I didn't think, you know, and maybe this was just week one. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, look, we just got to, you know, we're going to run the ball. Chris yeah, Jones sure. isn't there. Right. Um, the usage of Jameer Gibbs or lack of usage. I know a lot of fans are complaining about, but Dan Campbell's like, just give it a minute. Would mm-hmm. you please just give it a minute? It was week one. Like we're not trying to overload um you know I'm and the, I think that goes back to my point of, they didn't play great. they did no. not play great, right but they made the plays they needed to at the end. They needed yeah. a drive to go score and take the lead. they went right down the field I mean the first play of the damn drive, a false start penalty golf, great throw right third and 12. Mm-hmm. You know, to 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 Josh Reynolds, who then makes a great play, covers the ball, which I thought was the funniest thing. Where he's like, "Oh, I can, I know how this is going to end." Yeah, cover the fucking so ball. I cannot yeah, Exactly. I cannot be that guy. Yeah. 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 Um. You know, finishing it out the way they did. Like I said, it's just they they grinded it out. They just kept themselves in it long enough to where okay, we can. Here's our moment. Let's take it. Let's mm-hmm. take it by the horns, right? I'm not. We're not going to get into are they Super Bowl favorites and stuff like that. I will say this though. If you look at the NFC, you've got the Eagles, you've got the Niners, and I'm really interested to see what the Niners look like mm-hmm. this year. Um, and you probably got Dallas. After that, I don't think there's a team in the NFC you can say is head and shoulders like. Oh, I would definitely think that they're a better football team than the Detroit Lions in the NFC right now. I don't see it. I, I think I, the
1: Seahawks could.
0: I, I, I maybe maybe Seattle, but I am I'm like I said, the, and we're gonna find out week two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very very optimistic. About this team, I really am. I mm-hmm. real that that game was so big on so many levels. It's one of the biggest wins they've ever had mm-hmm. in my lifetime, and I know it's week one. I get that, but it really was a, a momentous win for them in yeah. so many ways. Um, any other thoughts on week one? Going into week one, anything you're interested that we may want to follow up on next week? Who you're looking at early on uh, in these week one games? Who are we looking out for?
1: Um, let's see. Uh, I'm very excited to watch the... Oh, Joe Burrow's contract. Oh, yeah, see yes. if he gets... To see how he does. My get, goodness. Getting, getting, Can't pay long T. Long Higgins, long. Higgins, but...
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do? As long as you have enough to pay Jamar Chase, you'll make it work, I yeah, guess. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, 1,000%. Yeah, I'm excited to see what he looks oh, like. Oh, Nick Bosa Cleveland. got a, ba- got a yeah, bag, he got too. Bag, Good which Lord. Which is going to hold out Chris Jones even longer, because he's going to go, so he got that. What can I get? Yeah. Um, yeah, watching... Uh, the Prince go into uh, Indianapolis it will be a mm-hmm. fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, not super confident in that one, but you know we will see. Mm-hmm. Week ones are always scary because it's like it, the odds makers never know how to make odds in week one. No. So everyone's like, like right now you have like Baltimore oh, ten yeah. point favors against Houston, mm-hmm. and it's like Houston pulls off of Houston. Upset. Houston yeah. might pull off up the upset. Like there's a lot of week one is just very try mm-hmm. and see mm-hmm. and teams don't look great and right upsets like the texans when they went like one in 15 one week one right like, it's always like that week one weird thing that happens yeah, shoot, so.
0: shit jacksonville won week one against the colts remember urban meyer's first game as the jacksonville jaguars oh
1: oh they're looking wins. great and then they're they amazing went, they and went like they, three and 13 after it was terrible it's just one of those things where week one is probably this weekend of of mm-hmm. of just sports is one of my favorites because you get like Two, week two and three are college football, so teams start kind of playing good teams mm-hmm. a little bit. Down goes Bama. Down goes Bama. <laughs> Jalen Miller said, yikes. Yeah. Um, wow. And then you get that first NFL weekend where, like, literally anything can happen. Yeah, and I, I, I think... You don't was, really feel that in, like, the middle of the season. No. Usually, like, the good teams beat yeah, you're the bad in the grind. teams, and you're in the you're grind. In the grind. Yeah. But, like, week one through, like, three, you're like, man, like, even, like... Arizona could just pull out, like, be 3-0 and 0 to start the year just to fall off. Right. You know what um, I, mean?
0: like- I think the biggest thing, I think, is the, is the word of caution because mm-hmm. it's week one, right? It's week one, week two. Don't necessarily, like, it's not the gospel, right? Yeah. And that's what I'm cautioning Lions fans to do. Listen, yeah. I am very well, happy,
1: listen- but... The, like, the you know last, I mean? like, three years, the Packers have started off their season losing, like, 38-5 to five yeah. both times. Yeah, they and then they went the, the Saints. And then they got killed by the Saints and, like, the Vikings the last, like, two years. Mm-hmm. And they were in the NFC Championship game that year. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, one of the, or the divisional round, whatever it was. But it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, just because you get killed in week one or just because you kill someone in week one right. doesn't necessarily mean you're yeah. a great team or a bad team. It just...
0: Yeah, it just means that week one was not your week. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um... You know, lots of stuff. And we're going to cover the NFL season, obviously, in great detail over the next, you know, three months. So definitely going to be there for that, though. But, you know, big win for the Detroit Lions. I'm looking forward to enjoying week one of football, knowing the Lions already got the win out of the way. Love it. I'm really excited to see, you know, how this team progresses, to see how the the whole thing kind of shakes out. But could not have started out in a better, better way, Mm -hmm. So which makes me so, so happy. Literally... Like, top five moment for me. Seriously. In my That's Lions crazy. Fandom, think about it though. In my Lions fandom, what else have they done? What else have they done to make you think, oh, shit, like, that was a huge win. They haven't won a division. Haven't won a playoff game. Like, I can think of beating Green Bay last year. Massive. Beating the Chargers on Christmas Eve to clinch their first playoff berth since the 90s. That was huge. Um, you know, I mean, maybe Stafford against Dallas, just because that was just wild. Right? Yeah, when when they lost to the Chiefs, but like they were really competitive. Nope, not that one. <laughs> not that one for me. Really? No, no, no. Because at the time, I was like, I was, I was encouraged but not like to the level that that wasn't a moment where I'm going to go all because that because then they went and lost to Green Bay after the bye. Oh,
1: well, I mean, it, like if you're yeah. talking in the moment, yeah, in we the were moment, all though, really excited. Yeah, I was moment.
0: excited that they had it, but they still lost. And that's and that's the difference, though. That's why this game feels better, mm-hmm. because you you gave them an opportunity and then you still shut the door and you got it done. You didn't allow that third and twenty five to happen, right? You didn't allow Lamar Jackson to run for four, for 50 yards. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if it's a draw. I don't care. Yeah. If they win a fucking Super Bowl by beating 12 blind kids, I don't care. It's a win. And I will take it a million times out of a million. And it, it, I, I understand what you're saying, but no. I don't but I don't I, don't, I, I know agree. you don't no, I don't it's, agree it's, with it at all. Let me put it this way. if am. Seattle wins a Super Bowl and their margin of victory every single game is by one point, are you gonna care? A little bit. No, you're not. You're insane to me. There's no way. Why? Because I they don't. didn't blow teams. You're the king of I don't wanna see teams get blown out. I wanna see good I games. I like competitive games. So if they win by every
1: game by a point, but if those they are look like if games. they look bad doing it, I'm not gonna be happy. How how bad could they look if they're winning every week? They, like how the Lions look. <laughs> you Listen, can look if bad. If you tell me the if Lions look like, like this. five drops. So Tony dropped a wide open pass in the middle of the field that could have set up Harris Butler for a field goal. Maybe, but it didn't happen. But, I'm but, just saying, but it didn't happen. It's like him throwing in the interception. Marvin Jones it, could not fumble. They score there. They go up 14. Yeah, they could have. If Cordarius Tony doesn't just pop the ball up in the air and Brian Branch, Brian Brantford still
0: would have stopped him. He wouldn't have the first down. That's yeah, a fork down stop and or they the would down for stop and you
1: never know I'm just saying but that's that's every
0: sport ever though dude. it is yeah so you can't you can't dismiss it because a team didn't make a play that I, that, I, that I, can't I, I that can't be do. the way the re- they can't be the way you think of everything that's like well you know they didn't make the shot so I guess that's it like that can't it, it, you have to be able you have to find the balance in appreciating the fact that look that team didn't execute our team executed enough to get the win. That's what happened. That, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the fundamental end of it, right? That's it. You didn't execute. We did it just enough to win the game. I will take that every single time. There's no way you can honestly tell me right now the Seahawks go 17-0 and win a Super Bowl, but they are clo- in close games the whole year, win by field goal. New England won three Super Bowls off of field goals. Mm-hmm. Did not play great, and they won three Super Bowls. Nobody's bitching. Not a single person. No. Yeah. I mean, come on. You got to, you, you know, you can't like, just because they played bad, but both teams played bad.
1: I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But my point is, is that they got the win. Oh. Would you feel any differently if they lost? No. I would have felt yeah. the exact same. Right. I would have said both teams played bad and it was a close game. Yeah. But they got, the, but they did enough to win it though. That's like what i If Cardarius tony caught that pass at the end and harrison Buckner kicking a field goal, I'd feel the exact same way. Yeah, I would often.
0: say I would say they missed on an opportunity to get a, to get a win that they should have had. Yeah, and the Chiefs missed an opportunity to get a win. It's, I'm not disagreeing with you, but what I'm saying is that we can't dismiss the fact that you're saying that. Well, just because the Chiefs made mistakes, there's always going to be mistakes in games. Yeah. No. But my point is, is that you can't dismiss the fact that the Lions made enough plays to win the football game. That's it. I'm not going to take away. A, the amount of credibility they get for a win—I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is you can't take away the credibility of the win because well, the Chiefs dropped some passes. We drop passes. We don't have a starting third receiver right now. I don't think so. You have to take—you have to take and give as it goes. Yeah, Kadarius Tony had a shit day. So did Marvin Jones. We didn't. We started Jerry Jacobs on the outside this week. Like, there's a lot of things that could play into it, but at the end of the day, they got it. Done, a win is a win is a win. I don't care. Michigan wins a national championship this year. I don't give a shit if it's because the quarterback threw three picks. I don't. I just want them to win. Just get it done. You know what I mean? That's the end of it. You know what I mean? It's it's just it. No, no TCU fan is complaining that JJ McCarthy gave TCU the win. (laughs) No, not a single one. You know what I mean? It's just not a thing. No no Texas fan this morning is complaining that Joe Milrow can't throw passes.
1: Uh, he has some buttes yesterday. Yeah,
0: but he also threw two interceptions, and you're like, ugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Gave him a loss the game. It, it is what it is, you know? Anyway, long story short, Lions are 1-0, and I'm very happy about it. Mike apparently not as happy, but it's okay. No. Yeah. I, not, I, I don't I don't know how you can't be, but it's fine. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand how you can dismiss. Like, if they would have blown out the Chiefs, then what? You'd, you'd still feel the same way. It's There's no winning in this situation. No.
1: Because I didn't take a lot of importance on this game. so No, that's why. but
0: it's not, it's not the importance of, okay, well, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. It's the point of looking at the game and you go, look, they played like shit, and yet they are able to play like shit and, and still at the end of it make enough plays to come out with a win. That's what good teams do. That's what New England's whole dynasty was made upon, was making just enough plays with sub-star, with sub-star players and winning championships out of it. That's what you have to do in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I, I will take this win a 1,000 times out of a 1,000. They go beat Seattle next week, look the fuck out, because then they're going to be favorites in a bunch of games going forward. It's going to be crazy. Anyway, that's going to be it for this week's show. On behalf of the missing whale man who made a bunch of money off that Lions game, by the way. They yeah, did make a bunch of money <laughs> off that Lions game. <laughs> He's the Merc zone, so Mike Merkel. I'm the mouth of Michigan, Rob Deggett. We will see you guys, as always, next time.